SAFM 105.3 FM in Uppington Lifetime Live it is, as uh, we do live uh, through your lunch. And right now we go all the way um, to Umkhabulu. This is SA uh, History Lesson, and we talk about uh, the Koi and the San, and uh, when do you get to say the Bushmen. And to help us understand this is Dr. Leonard uh, Martin, who is a, a historian, a researcher, author, and social commentator. Good afternoon and uh, welcome, Dr. Martin. Good afternoon and good uh, afternoon to your listeners. <coughs> so where do we start uh, with the history of the Khoisan? There, there's, um, you know, uh, teachings that they were the first people in South Africa. Well, I mean, uh, we have to start with the history of humanity. Okay. If you want to start with the history of the Khoisan, you need to go to the history of humanity. Um, because it's as simple as that. But for some people who are not used to understanding the history of humanity itself, uh, it seems controversial when you say that. Mm. In short, we're actually talking about uh, the coming to terms with the history of Africa. Okay. So so where do we start? Well, uh, you, you have to start with the uh, emergence of the first human beings. Uh, that is actually the beginnings of the history of the Khoi Khoi people. Okay. So, so that's the term that's used, the Khoi Khoi people. We are talking about the first people. All, all uh, documented scientific uh, history, mm-hmm. evidence of the history of the involvement of human beings, humankind, um, lead into the history of the Khoi Khoi peoples. And and what sort of uh, dialect? Uh, when when where where did they even? Um, originate from. I, I, you, you talk about they were the first people on earth, uh, but where, where did it all begin? Well, it all begins in Africa, in particular, wow. Southern Africa. Southern uh, Africa. We want to go to the beginnings, and we are still uncovering uh, huge uh, amounts of evidence to that effect. Mm-hmm. You know, that you have to start the history of the Khoi Khoi in Southern Africa. You have to start the history of humankind in Southern Africa. And do we and know I how mean, far back this is? Of the migratory history of humankind uh, is directly tied into the history of the Khoisan. I mean, if you take Asia, if you take uh, uh, what's called Southwestern Asia, Europe, you find uh, all the evidence that the Khoikhoi were those human beings that peopled these continents. So what sort of language was then adopted, and uh, what is the dialect? Well, when we we talk about language, I mean, the the, the language of the Khoi Khoi people is uh, characterized by what we talk called the cliques. And the longer Mm -hmm. you are away, or the further you are away from uh, uh, that language, the cliques disappear. Mm. But uh, if you talk about the history of... uh, uh, human language, the Khoikhoi are at the center of the uh, development of human speech. Wow. So is there a difference between Khoikhoi and the Sen? Well, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's like, you know, uh, looking at the ecology and the environment. Mm. Uh, certain uh, groups branched off into the earliest beginnings of agriculture, mm. and uh, others uh, were focused on uh, animal husbandry, and uh, uh, developing their social units or their social economic units around that lifestyle. Mm. 
So it is not a biological difference. Uh-huh. It's really a, a, a difference in terms of causes that developed around what was best in, in terms of the uh, emerging traditions of the groups. And and what are some of the uh, cultural practices? I'll I'll keep it to the koi koi, um, uh, you know, for lack of uh, confusion, um, uh, for for uh, to prevent confusion as we have this conversation. Uh, so, what sort of uh, cultures um, do are associated uh, with the koi koi? Well, you know, uh, the koi koi people spoke one language. It was one of the largest language groups in Africa. Mm. Just like we talk about the languages of the uh, of the uh, the the, the uh, let me not say the Jewish people, but the the Semitic people, you have different language regions in Africa of which you know the Bantu languages became one. And if we talk about the Semitic languages, for example, uh, that is one particular area. Most of the Semitic languages, contrary to what people believe, are in Africa, and the Khoi language. Uh, had a direct bearing on uh, the evolving of some of these languages. Mm. And and talking about the the, the cultural practices, what would you? Uh, what is synonymous with being uh, koi koi? Uh, what are some of uh, the mannerisms? Uh, I, I I know that uh, there's an association of uh, um, of of hunting. Uh, what are some of the mannerisms that uh, we know of of the koi people? Well, well, you know what we have to understand: Southern Africa or Africa as it is today. Uh, went through tremendous changes. That affected lifestyle. Mm. Uh, it even affected the lifestyle of what became the Bantu-speaking people. There were rivers that dried up. So the, f- the issue of characteristics changed with the, uh, the ecology, the change in environment. Hunting is a late stage in the development uh, uh, of lifestyles of the Khoi Khoi people. You know, it's very late. Uh, and if you go right into Egypt, uh, you will find traces of the influence of the Khoi people in uh, Egyptian civilization, you know. So the late uh, Khoi development, uh, which was an adaptation to changing, mm. the changing ecology of Africa, hunting is one. But the chief one, uh, if one is to just uh, say it offhand, yeah. is that of, you know, the relationship to nature, uh-huh. the uh, specialization which is really the beginning of science in early medicine, uh, the, 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 the mastering of uh, what are called herbs today, but are medicinal yeah. uh, sources uh, of African life. And I guess these are the cultural activities that I'm trying to um, just uh, talk about here. And, and we also know about the painting skills. Yes, I mean, you know, the paintings uh, are actually records of the, the history of the Khoi. It stretches right up into North Africa, into Kenya, into ten, uh, Tanzania, uh, into Egypt, uh, into Libya. Uh, you'll find, uh, uh, you know, these uh, finds that have to do really with uh, a means of communication, which is not just a question of painting, but it's also spiritual. So... Uh, etched into the rocks or the rock uh, uh, enclaves in Africa, mm. you will find that history and the stories that are actually depicted on uh, the various uh, places in Africa. And there were also sayings that, uh, I mean, the rock art is believed to be very rich in, in spiritual and special powers. 
Absolutely. I mean, this stretches right into Australia. I mean, there are now specialists who are connecting what uh, happened, or the depictions, or the 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 the, the, the carrying over of culture uh, in rock painting uh, came from Southern Africa. Mm. Uh, the same, if you go to Southern Russia, if you go to Southern France, you'll find the same uh, uh, findings in terms of the early art. In fact, you know, if one has to uh, raise one very controversial uh, fact that the first art in modern Europe is the figure of a Khoisan uh, woman, mm-hmm. you know. So we, we, we are talking about uh, a, a great spread of human culture and uh, spirituality that was depicted through the art. And how far back that does this date? Excuse me? Uh, how far can we uh, uh, date uh, what you're talking about right now? The paintings? Well, I have to, uh, to put it to you broadly, in mm. terms of the different Ice Age periods that humanity had to uh, overcome, uh, these reveal, you know, uh, the, 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 the involvement of the Khoi Khoi people in, mm. in the various changes in the uh, landscape where, where people evolved, you know. So it's as far back as that. If you talk about the different ice ages, yeah. uh, these depictions uh, stretch into that and beyond. And how have we um, changed their ways of life uh, with, with uh, I guess, I don't know whether to call it civilization, because when you take away from people and change their mannerisms, um, I don't know if we can call that um, being civilized. I mean, they would go to um, <coughs> up to a year without water, but knew how to preserve. And uh, how has this changed? Yeah, you know, we have to call it civilization, because if you want to date civilization, there isn't a civilization older than the existence of the Khoi Khoi people. Mm. It is civilization, and it has various characteristics, you know, in the way people related to one another. Today, so much is, is tied into so-called genealogy, mm. but the Khoi uh, related across historical periods uh, to the world around them. Even as the world changed, even as Africa became drier, uh, they mastered and adapted to the environment, in particular this notion of finding water, finding vegetation, finding yeah. foodstuffs where you wouldn't normally see if you were not uh, in that environment. Do All we... this shows the, the genius to adapt of humankind, mm. uh, and the Khoi mastered all this. Do we know how to? we got to a place where, I mean, there was just uh, too much access of alcohol and, and, um, and, and fish and the loss uh, of, of front teeth? How did that uh, come about? Well, I mean, um, part, part of the dramatic changes that did take place, uh, and, and that's part of our history, and there's nothing to be ashamed of. You know, colonization reduced uh, African people. Mm. Uh, I mean, the question if you, that you posed in terms of alcohol, there's different uh, phases of the development of alcohol, but the one that we've come to know is the, the most negative one, you know. I don't know if you were referring to that in particular. Yes, I was referring to that in particular, but unfortunately time, just um, we got lost to time. Uh, is there any material that you can uh, suggest that uh, we, we can read up about the Khoisan people? Well, let me put it this <laughs> uh, The Origin Center has published a comprehensive book uh, on, on that history, very compressed, 
but you can you can actually buy from the origin center you know yeah. i've written myself it's called the genealogy of uh, race and power where i deal specifically with the migrations of the coin sand mm. uh, i'm actually having it republished but uh, uh, there are various other books i think mean, too many to mention at this stage sure but there is a literature that can be accessed uh, for any student or lay person who's interested in actually getting to know this history. Thank you. Thank you very much uh, for joining us, uh, Dr. Martin. And uh, thank you so much, uh, Lisanda, uh, uh, Vusi, and Gavin, and Tami, and everyone else who sent us messages. Unfortunately, uh, time just became a factor. Um, but uh, thank you, Dr. Leonard Martin, who is a historian, researcher, author, and uh, social commentator, as we're talking about uh, the history of uh, the Koi Koi people or the Koi San. Uh, would have loved to know if it's derogatory to say Bushman. Um, but we continue having um, these talks.